Hey everybody, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we are here to talk about Survivor Episode 8. Again, I said it last week, I'll say it one more time. We are now dividing the two episodes. So this entire episode will be a Survivor recap. We got a good one for you tonight. Survivor's picking up. This episode was pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Really quick before we get into the episode, guys, I just want to say, if you guys haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the channel and turn on bell notifications. This really helps us continuing this podcast forward and growing the podcast. So before we get into it, if you guys haven't done so already, hit it right down below, subscribe to the channel, and turn on bell notifications. But Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. It helps us grow the channel. Yes. Uh, with that said, episode started off exactly where we thought it would um, with absolute turmoil coming in from the tribal council from last week. Um, after everything was crazy, Sydney goes home and now everybody is kind of like all over the place. And what I immediately noticed is the scrambling that was going on. And Yasa was just all over the place. Evie, Xander and Tiffany were all all over the place trying to tell everybody essentially those terms that you hear the terminology that you always hear when you realize oh i'm on the bottom of the totem pole you go to everybody you can and say listen i'm willing to do whatever you want me to do i'm i'll vote out i'll vote out evie next this week if you need me to i'll vote out tiffany whatever you guys tell me to do i'm gonna do it it just showed that they were in in complete code red scramble mode everybody on yasa outside of liana was going crazy after last week's um tribal council yeah it was uh it was intense and i think xander evie and tiff they they kind of teamed up for one week but it was kind of a it was a one-off they mm-hmm. they don't really want to work with each other going forward and so they were it's survival you know everyone man for himself every woman for themselves mm-hmm. so uh, they realize okay we survived tonight but in order to make it far in this game we're going to need a stronger alliance and right now we're at the bottom of the barrel. It was interesting hearing the, you know, kind of the response from Liana and everything the fault because she she really rolled the dice there. And before Tribal, she she still had an in with Yasa. I mean, they were Yasa strong at the beginning. And, you know, she was pretty tight with, with Evie, Xander, and even Tiff to a certain degree. So by exposing herself like that, by asking for the idol from Xander after having those conversations all day leading up to tribal, she has essentially ruined that relationship. And very mm-hmm. early on, Evie has an opportunity to speak to us. And she says it outright. Like they're, they're saying the right things to each other's faces, mm-hmm. but at Liana knows she's burned that bridge. And Evie knows that there's no way in a game like this, where she's ever going to be able to completely trust Liana because you only get one shot. I mean, you right. just met this person. If they burn you once, shame on them. Burn you twice, shame on you. You know. Right. So Danny said that today, which I, I can couldn't agree with it more. Yeah. Um. Everybody's in shambles right now. It's but I feel like so. Obviously, I've said this before. I'm not a huge. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of seasons of Survivor recently, but I can only imagine that when the uh, when the merge happens and they come down to one tribe, this is that first week is what happens on a lot of the past seasons because there's a lot of different tribes that are kind of trying to mesh together. There's the tribes that don't have a lot of people like Ua who kind of can easily migrate into where the numbers are. And then you have a Yasa tribe who are like, okay, we don't have horrible numbers. There's four of us, but then there's always that one person that's trying to play ahead and trying to play further and not just kind of staying with their own tribe. And that was Liana. And so that chaos just ensued in that first week. And now this week you kind of saw it, start to snowball 
for all these other tribes and all these other relationships. You know, it's good in that first, after that first merge and that first tribal council happens and you're like, oh, I just want to get through that. I don't want to be the first jury member. Then all of a sudden, everybody starts to opening up. Everybody starts mm-hmm. opening up about like, okay, I don't like, like, yeah, I'm working with this person, but they're starting to bother me. Okay, I'm working with this person, but I don't know if I really trust them. And so that's what we started to see this episode. And I feel like that was the theme of the episode. It's a lot of people working together because, because they have to and not because they want to. Out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. There's a lot to cover tonight. We have two competitions, an interesting strategic move, a missed opportunity with an advantage, a great tribal council. But before we get into all that, let's take a quick word from our sponsor. All right, so we're back from our break, and we're going to go right into the reward challenge. So this reward challenge, you just kind of touched on it previously, um, had an interesting advantage or twist that could have come to light, and Jeff hit it right before the start of the competition, and it was missed. So you see the competition happen, and everybody has to reach into a bag and pick a rock, and that reveals which team you're competing on. One person doesn't even have the chance to compete for a reward. The craziest thing is that Erica picked the gray rock or the white rock yeah. again and wasn't able to compete. Yeah. But she has look, to go play a lottery the, ticket right after this, man. Jesus. You know? I mean, Jesus. I mean, it was insane. But you know what? Knight in shining armor, Xander comes over and is like, you know what? I'm obviously at the bottom of the barrel here. I'm bottom of the totem pole. Let me do something to schmooze a little bit. Let me kiss some butt. Let me get Erica an opportunity to compete for some food. And I'm going to sit out. And so Xander sits out, and so I'm like, ooh, this could be interesting. I wonder if he's going to find this this uh, hidden whatever it is. We don't know what it is at this Just point. Just an advantage. That's all it said on it was advantage. And he's – the craziest thing was is he was – so do you think that he was feeling something in the water? So like what was going through my head when he was looking around? I was like, is he actually looking for this or is this the producers editing it up nicely because he's looking around because maybe he felt something like the water was moving and he got nervous. Like, oh my, is this thing going to, is this, am I sturdy sitting here? And so he was looking around because I was like, dude, it's literally right there. But then again, in order to see it, he probably would have had to like duck underneath and he probably didn't want anybody to notice him. Right. What did you think? Did you think he was actually looking for it? It did look a little odd because he was like looking at the ends where he could have been looking down at the just the the, the bench he was sitting on, or was he looking in the water? Like you right. said, like oh, and they made it. They wanted to create that suspense. I will say I was looking at the like wide shots to try to see where he was sitting in relation to where the players were. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he was doing that when they got to the end and they were putting the puzzle together. But then they had a they had a wide of them putting the puzzles together, and you could essentially see that where Xander was sitting was like off to their like like 11 o'clock where they were. So it was like right in front of them. Okay. So anybody who wasn't competing in the puzzle had him in their like peripheral vision. Um, it sucks that he missed it because if you are a fan of Survivor, which I think Xander is, you know that in those types of competitions when you're sitting on a bench, especially one where it's like out in the water like that. We've seen it so many times where they'll hide an advantage. So that has been idol. done before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's been okay. number, It's not done every season, yeah. but this isn't the first time they've done it. And yeah, he missed an opportunity and it, it, he needed it. You know, he, he needs it going forward in this game. He is lower on the totem pole. It would have been nice in addition to his idol mm. to have whatever that advantage was. He can afford to risk it. So um, yeah, missed opportunity there, but the competition itself, it was, it was pretty crazy as well. I mean, it went fast. But yeah. it, it was a good competition. And These competitions we, are great. Did you mention what they were playing for, by the way? I 
did not mention what they were playing for. They were playing for the reward of getting these mean-looking grilled cheese they look sandwiches. They so good. Oh, my goodness. I and love chips. me some and grilled chips. cheese. And chips. Um, yeah. And essentially, so the competition happens, and the winning group was the blue group, and that included yeah. Erica, Danny, Deshaun, Evie, and Ricard. Right. Um, Evie pretty much slayed the puzzle aspect, and it was all yeah, because she, she just remembered it from a past season. You know, it's yeah. You from a past season, she created the competition like at home with some. She said with some necklaces. You can also find that game. It's like a three D game. My daughter has it, and it builds the same the same pyramid with those types of pieces. It was just enlarged. Really, really easy puzzle if you've ever done it before. And he and she she just absolutely smoked them. I understand that she had to do it, but man, she knows this game. She knows he's on the bottom and. It wasn't only that she won; it was how she won. Yeah. Like Jeff pointed it out, like She's how impressive it was. She's There's still trouble. a lot of people left in the game. Yeah, and you're just painting this massive target on your back. I understand your competitor; you want that grilled cheese, mm. but a grilled cheese versus a million dollars. I might have let somebody else take the take the puzzle and do it first because it wasn't mm. an immunity challenge. This is for a grilled cheese. Yeah, and so she could have. I mean, I guess, you know, adrenaline's pumping, you're nervous, yes. you're maybe looking over. They, the the other tribe got there for, well, the other team got to the puzzle pieces first. So they yep. were there first. And so maybe she was just nervous and knew like, okay, I need to do this because we may be late. And if they have somebody, because they also, I think, are fully aware that there's multiple super fans on the show. And oh, so yeah. she was Gotta probably be. like, okay, I'm nervous. Like maybe I need to just stick this out. But I agree with you hundred percent because when you start handing out and she essentially did it in two comps. Now, when you start showing people how good you are at comps, that just shows everybody else. We're not going to let you have an opportunity to beat us. We're just going to send you home the second you don't win. That's right. Um, and that could be what happens to Evie. So that brings us to coming back to camp. The one tribe goes and eats. Uh, we had a little bit of waterworks. Um, we have Shan crying out of frustration. Liana crying because Shan was crying. And then it looked like Xander was crying because Xander Liana and yeah, Shan were crying. Was crying. I was, was like, crying. what is going on here? I'm like, what's up with the waterworks? Now I get it. It's emotional. But I got to be honest with you. I don't know. The tears and the waterworks. I'm just like, come on, man. Let me play you some sympathy on this world's smallest violin. I, you pe Listen, people are going to come at me because I, you know, listen, I am a little edgy. I I, I am kind of, uh, I could be mean sometimes. And these crying in the waterworks, it just felt like, you know, Shan was crying out of frustration. And then Liana was just crying because she was crying. And then Xander was just crying to be not the only one left out of, of the not crying party. I was like, what is happening yeah. here? I, I think it's stress. I think it's lack of food. That's and as we've already seen, Shan cries when the wind changes direction. Yeah. She cries for everything. And we're going to get into that a lot more in this episode. Shan is. She did. She, I mean. I don't know. I'm not going to. Am I, are we saying it right? I know Evie. I've been saying it right. We were saying Evie, Evie wrong before. Is is it Shan or Sean? I believe it's Shan. 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 Everyone's saying Shan. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. I keep I keep screwing those two up. But um, let's hope. Let's hope. But we have the group. We have the group going to eat uh, and go go to eat the incredible grilled, cheese, grilled sandwiches. cheese sandwiches. But back at camp, we had Nasir poking away and getting uh, what was the papaya food? papaya. And he's grabbing papayas for the group. And I can only imagine that that has to be like incredible when you're not, Me when you haven't eaten anything. Big mental boost. Huge, right? And so just having someone like Nasir there has got to be great for like camp morale. Like he's, yep. he's doing stuff that I don't know. 
I mean, he hasn't been able to vocalize it very much, so it could be part of his plan. But he's really doing stuff to make his worth in the camp like needed and not doing anything to really bother anybody right now. He did stuff early on, but as of right now, he's not. But what what we noticed was a little riff, and it was Ricard comes back after eating these grilled cheese and potato chips and wants a piece of papaya, and Shan was not having that. Shan was like, mm. no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mr. Reward, full belly himself, we're starving over here, and you're coming and eating a piece of my papaya? And then she's like, that could... I, that could affect our relationship down the road because character is very important. I'm like, I'm like, girl, that is the most not strategic thing I've heard on this season so far. Yep. And she's she's trying to use terminology and verbiage that makes it seem like it is strategic because you got you know you you don't like someone's character, but it's like, I mean, how many times are you going to be on an island and somebody just cut, cuts down a papaya from a tree and? You, you just want to try a piece of it. Like he has to wait on the week when he's not won the reward to try. And it, it was like an itty bitty piece of papaya. It was like this big. So that's interesting. I did not think you, we didn't talk about this prior. No. And it's so interesting that you took that take. First and foremost, I got a tweet from Mike Holloway, a former champion of Survivor. Okay. Who came right out and said, just so you know, on past seasons, if you go out and you win a reward food challenge, you do not eat food at camp. Uh oh. You save that for the people. But that's like an unwritten rule. But here's the thing. Here's a couple takeaways. First off, Shan pointing it out for a little piece of papaya is not a good social move, especially when she's praising herself for her social game, right? Like that's what she's, that's her strong point, supposedly. You don't call it out. You might feel that way. But you don't point it out because nobody mm -hmm. else did. And I'm sure there were other people that felt that way. Do you remember what you told me before I went back on All-Stars? No, I told you. We, to you told we, me we, never, we never talked, Cody. No, you told me something. You told me something before, before I went. And it was because of how I was on 16. And I was very explosive sometimes. And you had to calm me down a lot. You were like, no matter how mad you are, no matter how bad something bothers you, don't ever call it out initially. Sit on it and then vent in the diary room. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you she don't, didn't do no, that. What's the advantage to calling it out? The papaya's right. already in his throat. It's in his stomach. You ain't getting it back. Nom, 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 nom. Side what now to Ricard. Ricard, you just had a whole grilled cheese sandwich, yeah. dude. They got a couple pieces of papaya on a thing, and you come over, and you're trying it like you've never had papaya before. I've never had papaya. Well, I mean, Have you had papaya? You. Yes, I've had papaya. How is, what does it taste like? Delicious. What does it taste like? It tastes, it's a fruity... Peachy oh, brilliant. Kind of, oh, peachy. Like, okay. It's kind of like talking. peachy, like, you know, but you're on a, you're in a social game. You see all these people mean mugging you because you won the challenge. They're, they're starving. Yeah. And they have this little plate of papaya. You got a full belly and you're over here. Oh, I just want to try it. Like you're at a buffet. They're eating that to survive. That little piece could be an extra calorie or two they need for the competition. The food's not there because they're not hungry. They were just getting ready to eat it. So I think it was a bad move by both people. I think optically, Ricard. Would you have you been have bothered some, if you were Shan? One thousand. If I was Shan, I would have been pissed off. And what that would this you, dude, have, you wouldn't have said I wouldn't anything? have said a thing. Yeah, I would. I would I'm, that like, type, I'm that same type. I would have been like, no, I would have been saying in my head like, I'm gonna be sending you to you know the uh, what's it called? It begins with a P for a Survivor. I don't know what it's called, but it's like uh, the pavilion or whatever. That's like where they go. The jury members go. Um, it's another part, it's another Island, but anyways, okay. I would have been thinking, you know what, buddy, I'm going to be sending you there real soon. So you can have all the papaya you want. That's what I've been saying internally. 
I don't think it was good that Shan voiced it. I don't think it was good that Ricard ate it. It doesn't seem like anybody else felt like Shan did. So, but we don't I think know he's okay. because we he, see like that conversation and him like really, and then all of a sudden it cuts to a new scene. He should know better. He he should know better. That's a that's a it's the wrong play. You just got a a, a, a whole food challenge. You won. These four people are sharing three papayas and you're and you're 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 tasting it because like yeah. that's really why you're there. I want, I, but I want two things. I want to hear you guys way off in the comments. Do you think Ricard or Shan was in the wrong? Do you think it was okay? One hundred percent. Ricard's in the wrong. But you, but you but said, was the but best you made a good gameplay. Point. Was the bad gameplay Shan? Yeah. Oh, I mean, they. Yeah, I agree with that. So. Because you did say like the the piece of papaya was a small piece. What's the big deal? Yeah. What do you guys think? Is it a big deal that he ate the papaya or not? Does that make you strategically no longer want to play the game with him because his character right. isn't right. great? And so now you're worried that his because he takes a piece of papaya after a reward challenge, he may cut you at the end. Hey, Shan, it's Survivor. Everyone's going to try to cut you at the end, whether <laughs> they take your papaya or not. So we're, we're talking a lot about papaya. I want to take a quick break. And then I want to bring up something that happened in this conversation that I thought was very promising for Xander. So we'll be right back. Let's take the break and we'll talk about it. Okay, we're back from break. Now, we were talking about Xander choosing not to participate in this reward challenge. Mm -hmm. And he tells the producers that the reason he was doing that is because he wanted to try to get to people that are at their lowest point. Mm -hmm. That's where they're vulnerable. Smart. That's where you can start to build a new alliance because people are reflecting and and second guessing whether they're in a good position or not. Mm -hmm. I found this so refreshing. I remember being on Big Brother and volunteering multiple times to be a have not. One time I did it because I had won the $5,000, mm -hmm. but I also did it again to be with Nicole because mm -hmm. I always knew when we were in that room together, we we in that moment were bonding because mm -hmm. we were both going through this, this yes. adversity together. Right. So I didn't see something like that from Xander. He, he let me down with not finding the advantage, but then he redeemed himself a little bit with that strategic play. Yeah. What, what was your take on that? Did you look at that and go, okay, Xander, I see what you're I doing here. You're, I love you're it. trying to build an alliance. Yeah, well, it was also it was also very good awareness by him. Awareness of the game. Like, you know, we always talk about, like, read the room. And so he obviously is very conscious of, like, the pulse of what's going on. He knows he's at the bottom of the totem pole. He knows that he needs to start clawing his way back up to the to uh, maybe right. a point to just get himself some safety. And so I think it was great because, you know, you gain, you gain brownie points with Erica. You have other people in there looking at it and are saying like, okay, Xander, he does seem like a nice guy. What I will say is the only reason why I don't, I don't know that it goes super far with like benefiting him is because it's not like everybody is unaware of what had just happened in the, tribal council they know right. they know the position that he he's is scrambling they know that he's scrambling and so it's viewed as more of a strategic game move than just a nice guy doing it and he obviously has that strategy in the back of his head and he's voicing it to the producers so that's why i didn't i didn't take it as like this great move i thought it i thought it was good awareness but i also thought it was as very obvious what he was doing especially for everybody else that's watching him do it yeah, you're right, dude. You're absolutely right. Like, yeah, good good thought, but you're right. I, I think I would agree with you that probably everybody else is doing the eye roll right. when he volunteers for Erica because they're like, it, you know, we're going to get to it. Danny even called it out at Tribal. So very well, well said. Yeah, good in theory. Did it have an impact on the other players? Yeah. Probably not. 
Right. Right. So that brings us. So, well, there's one more thing I want to do before we get into the immunity competition. And that was how Shan just like hits the ground running when they get back from the reward challenge also about trying to get Evie's name yep. thrown under the bus. Yep. So immediately after the um, reward challenge, Shan is running around and saying, guys, I know there's a lot of people that I want. There's there's a bunch of targets, but I want Evie gone this week. And Nasira's like, okay, yeah, sure, that's fine. Let's do it. Let's get after it. She talks to Liana. They're, they're like kind of coming to this agreement when, you know, there's there's still an immunity challenge to happen. There's there's still a lot to go on. And I understand that you have to play the game. You have to have these conversations. But it just seems like Shan. And we've been saying this now, and it kind of came to fruition this week, that it was only a matter of time before Shan was going to put her foot in her mouth. She was going to talk too much. She was going to do something to rub people the wrong way. And this week, she ultimately did. It didn't come now at the after the reward competition, but it did come after the immunity competition. So that yeah. brings us now to the immunity competition, which, bro, that competition was brutal. Yeah, I mean, were they last four minutes? I don't even know. It was barely any time. I don't know how you have to be on your tippy toes to hold that. I don't know how you can do that. Anybody, malnutrition, 16 days in, because they're 16 days in now, um, as malnutritious that they are, as dehydrated as they are, as tired as they are, I don't know how you can hold that for longer than two and a half minutes standing on your tippy toes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was super impressed by Heather. What do you think about the negotiation that Jeff hit him with before the competition? negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? So- I thought their negotiating skills were horrible. You could tell a bunch of them had never been in sales. Um, they started super low, which was great. And they came in with two. Shan, good job. He came in. He, she was like two. And he goes, come on. This is a joke. I, I want seven. First rule of negotiation, you come right back one over what you just initially negotiated. Go, uh, Jeff, seven. That's more than half of us. How about three? That's fair. And then he goes, well, no. And then you hit it. You just, you inch up. You inch up. You don't like, you don't jump from two to five, which is what they did the next time. I was like, five people. Mm-hmm. I literally was sitting there. And Jeff is sitting there being like, guys, negotiate. Um, Again, again I, I took it to like, it's, I know it sounds like we're bashing Shan because we are. It's not personal, but she's just, she's not a very good player, guys. She always, she's putting herself out there where she's always the narrative. She's always part of the story. She's never taking a backseat, never letting someone else for her by her own doing. By her, by own, her doing. own doing. Again, here it is. Again, it's edited. You know, I will put that disclaimer out there. Maybe she's not doing this and the producers are doing it. I don't think that's the case. But like he's making this deal. He offers this negotiation up. All right, Jeff, we're going to give you a five. She doesn't consult with anybody. She's basically painting herself. Mm-hmm. As the leader, like, hey, I'm going to lead you guys even if you don't want me to. I'm just volunteering myself. And again, I look at it from that context where it's like it's more than just a negotiation about rice. They want to see who's willing to step up and put their foot in their mouth. Yeah. And time and time again, Shan, as she says to her in her own diary room sessions tonight as a pastor, she's always hearing people. But at the end of the day. She's just trying to manipulate them into doing what she wants. And her her way She said that in her DR today. That yeah. was, you know, guys, that's she said it. Yeah, and 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 she's showing it. I don't yeah. think she knows it, but people are starting to get upset with her because 
it's just like anything in life. Hey guys, let's all work together to come up with a solution. Here's my idea. And as soon as you throw an idea, it's, well, no, that's a stupid idea. We should still do mine. So you're saying let's hear everyone's idea, but really at the core of it, you're only doing it because it's the polite thing to do. Mm -hmm. And this was just another example of like, I didn't hear anybody say, Evie, you negotiate. Hey, Evie, you negotiate. Or Shan, you negotiate. It's Evie. Evie. Yeah. Or Shan, you negotiate for us. She just volunteered to throw out numbers and Xander ends up saving the deal. By saying, hey, we're not going to get five, clearly. But if we can get one more person, I'll be the fourth. And and they get it. But but I think it goes back to what you said earlier. I don't think any of them, Nasir, Shan, Xander, or who was the fourth person there? Ricard. Ricard. I don't think any of them gained any brownie points by doing it. Nobody's going to look at it and think, oh, thank you so much for doing it. They're all very distrusting of each other. Yeah. I think if anything was taken out of that, I, I'm sure a lot of people again are looking at Shan like, here you are, not only not only volunteering yourself, but then calling people out like, is anybody else going to come up? Like, mm-hmm. we're all like playing for a like, million I'll step dollars, forward. Shan. Yeah, I just like step forward. Yeah, or we're all playing. What are we doing here? Like, yeah. she's asking them, but she's really telling them. That's what she yeah. wanted. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I I don't. I didn't really like that Xander did it either. Like, I know Xander has his immunity, so he gets to he gets to play. A little bit more reckless, because at the end of the day, unless he gets crazy blindsided, which he noticed today as conversations were happening after the immunity comp, the how the the he got a good pulse on what was going on. So unless right. he gets completely blindsided, he could play a little like ambitiously, a little recklessly. He's got, he's got and a go buffer. for that because he's got a buffer, right? But I don't know Th- this whole thing. I I, I liked it because I, I think that what we're not seeing. And probably what we don't know is how brutal this season of Survivor is in comparison to past seasons because it's shorter. They're not getting food. So there's probably yeah. days that they're not eating. Whereas in the past, they may have like, okay, well, I had a little bit of rice today or I had a little yeah, they bit They usually of fish. get a cup of rice every day, yeah. each person. So they're not getting that right now. And so I think it's it's kind of changing the, the, everything up. So we get into the competition after the negotiations. We have four people sit out and the competition happens very quickly and Evie wins it. I was, yep. it was, I mean, it was just crazy. It was like quick. Everybody was falling. Then it was next thing you knew it was Liana, Heather, Evie. Then Liana goes down. Heather was by far the most impressive for me because yeah. I was like, oh, Heather's going down first. And there she is. Like she looked solid. She looked way more she solid. Had a, she Evie. had a little, uh, she had a little showtime tonight. She got yeah. a little play. Hello, Heather. There you are. I know. I, 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 well, I'm not going to fast forward, but we need to get into Heather, <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, so the competition happens. EV wins. Now they get back to camp, and this is where the chaos starts happening. Yeah. They want to, they come up with this plan. It was really Liana and Shan come up with this plan that they want to split the votes because they want Xander to have, they want to flush out Xander's idol and then ultimately send home Tiffany. So that's how they want the votes to go. Then they don't really tell the plan to everybody. Like they just kind of, Oh no, they did. They told this plan to everybody. And they said, Shan was like, it's going to be Nasir. Nasir is going to be who we send home. Then has a conversation with Nasir and Nasir's like, I don't like that. Don't throw my name out. Then all of a sudden it switches to Heather's name. Now all of a sudden it comes back to Xander and it's like, oh, Nasir. Uh, uh, no, not Nasir anymore. Heather. So then Xander starts talking to Tiffany and is like, this is weird. Why? I don't know why it just switched. And then Heather finds out about it. So then Heather confronts Shan and it's just like chaos erupting. And the only thing I took away from the whole thing was just how sloppy of a player Shan is. 
this episode really highlighted it. And it, it's no disrespect to Shan, but this, I picked Shan to win early on because I thought she was going to do a very good job with her social game. And ultimately, Shan did exactly what you and I kind of were, you know, hinting at. Over, we've, we've been hinting at it for the past couple of weeks is that she just can't help herself, but like assert herself into every conversation and just put her foot in her mouth. And uh, we really saw that happen today after the after the immunity challenge because I was just like, dude, this chaos. Like, if you were in that camp, what are you doing during that entire during that whole chaos? Yeah, I mean, she she was throwing Nasir under the bus, then she threw Heather under the bus. Honestly, I said it earlier. It's not to be mean. It's nothing personal. Whatever we say here, it's nothing personal. I don't know the woman. She's not a very good. She's not cut out for the show. I know she's there. I know she's surviving. Um, so survivor is a social game and her social game is horrible. Yeah. It's that simple. And again, she, she knocked on Deshaun's. You remember that? Remember she was like Deshaun's like, you know, I'm trying to play this social game and Deshaun, you know, I got to speak to him the right way. Yeah. Even when she had had that conversation with him where he was like, I feel like you're talking down to me. I feel like it was was condescending. She was condescending. It was condescending. So obvious. And he's a, he's a freaking doctor. Yeah. He's not a dumb person. He knows what you're doing. And and we still got more to talk about with that, but mm-hmm. yeah, Shannon Shannon's not a very good player. I would be absolutely shocked if she wins this game. It's because not I, happening. I, I I just not don't happening. see it happening. Not but happening. um, no way. But uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing personal. It's just it's tough to watch her because she reminds me a lot to make it a Big Brother equivalent, just a recent one, like a Frenchie. Mm-hmm. She's paranoid. Mm-hmm. Can't keep her mouth shut. Think she's playing a better game than she is. I truly think at this point in the game, she's like, I'm running the show. hundred percent. And, and and she doesn't you could realize tell today. And yeah. Some of her DRs and some of the things she was saying. I agree with you. I it's Frenchie. You. It's Frenchie from Big Brother, you know, and, and there's been past players on our season together. It was Devin, you know, where they just they lose themselves while they're in there. And, you know, they're not seeing it. But I'm sure as she's watching the show, she's probably doing a little cringing herself, like, man, what was, you know. Yeah, that was it was too much, way too much. So that brings us to the tribal council, which we thought at the start of it, it was going to be nice and smooth. You know, (laughs) it started off with the typical, you know, Jeff asking questions, questions getting answered, blah, blah, blah. Then it seemed to have died down and it seemed to it seemed as though we were going to be getting to the votes. And then what happens? Chaos. Jeff, can we talk? Jeff's like, yeah, yeah, I said that the whole time. Wait. What? It's like it's almost like Heather feels like this is the way that it, it needs to be played now at tribal councils. That was the second second segment that I've seen this entire season of Heather. The first one was a couple minutes before that when Shan and Heather had a tiff, and Heather's like, "Why are you throwing my name out there?" Right now, if you throw my name out there and those two use their immunity idols, I go home. And then it was the I was like, "Who's this player?" Oh, I got it right here, Heather. Yeah, got Heather, it. of course. But what did you think about? What she did, Heather? Yeah, at the tribal, it, pointless. I mean, what? did you already? You almost sent yourself home. Yeah, yeah. She pointless. She was making people paranoid. She's, you know, and I think at this point, you said it earlier. Lack of food, mm-hmm. lack of, you know, n- that low caloric intake is affecting people's brains, and they're second and triple and quadruple guessing their own alliances, their own decisions. They're seeing the level of backstabbing going mm-hmm. on in this game right now. Yeah. And they're like, I'm next. Everyone thinks I'm next. So I, I yeah, it's not a great move. And the people who are going to go the far, furthest who can 
are the people who can stay the coolest under pressure. Mm-hmm. But um, there was Heather. Yeah. Heather lost that tonight a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There was one thing at this tribal council that I think it showed really what what was going to be happening on happening in weeks to come, and that was again another rift between Deshaun and Shan. And worse than the first one. It was he worse was than the first one because he he's over it. Like he's done. At first it was like, over listen, it. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to you, but I'm I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Now, if you do it again, now I'm gonna write you off. And we yep. ultimately saw the second time was at tribal. He pretty much when he reacts the way that he did, where it's just like, I'm done, I'm doing what you said, I'm sitting down, and I don't want to cut, I don't want to have the conversation anymore. It was pretty much how what I felt was it was stopping Deshaun, he was stopping himself. From having a blow up at the tribal yep. council, that's what it felt yep. like. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have to pull myself out of this, or else it's gonna be an issue, and I don't want to have that happen. I don't want to ruin my game, so I'm gonna go away." Yeah. And what did Shan say to him? Again, I'm not gonna baby you. Anymore. I'm not gonna baby you. I'm, she was condescending. And, he, and you see again. his face. He was like, he was like, okay, yeah, he's done. Like, All right, you don't baby me, then that's fine. But again, we're at a, we're at a, we're at a tumultuous point in the game. There's a big group, and who's the, who's talking the most? Tumultuous. What does that mean? You lost. Tumultuous. <laughs> it means it's not good. It's turbulent, right? Hey, and and who is who's the ringleader? Who's the one doing all the talking? Exactly, Shan. Every time, exactly. never fails. She's always at the core of it. It's like I'm actually. I'm. I will say this as a positive note. As poorly as she's played, I'm. I'm shocked she's made it this far. Kudos to her. I mean, I just. I would have gotten rid of her because. She's so unreliable. She's so unpredictable. I'd be like, you got to go. But we were saying this, right? We were saying this when Ua was in their turmoil. Like, it was like, okay, at at first, I was like, oh, man, Shan seems like she's in the middle of it all. Like, she could be in a really good position. Then it seemed, like, way too obvious. I was like, how is nobody on Ua realizing that Shan is just, like, diary of the mouth and messing everything up? Then, right when the merch happened, she did it to Liana. She dogged Liana about her advantage that she had. I'm like, it's only a matter of time before Shan just kind of really puts her foot in her mouth. And now it's happening because once she turns away Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun is very like, I feel like we, we don't, we don't get to really see a lot in these hour no. episodes, but I feel like Deshaun is very liked. I think he's very, Dude, liked. I like Deshaun. He's very liked. Yeah. I like Deshaun as a player. I think he's going to go far in the game. Mm-hmm. I think he's smart. I think he's got the whole package. And I think at the end of the day, if you're going to roll with someone who's more cool, calm and collected, Deshaun. who do you want to roll with? Totally. Deshaun or Shan? I agree with I'm you. I'm rolling with Deshaun. hundred percent. And it's not because it's a bro thing or whatever, before you say it, I'm going with the person who can stay calm under pressure, who can keep a secret, Mm -hmm. who can be analytical and voice their opinion, but also be willing to listen to your opinion. Mm -hmm. That ain't Shan. Shan is like, she's in charge. And if you don't like it, she's going to sit there in front of you and cry and make you feel bad until you agree with her. A lot of Vanessa. A lot of Vanessa from Big Brother. Oh, I'm not saying anything. Well, every time I make a critique about Vanessa, it's me hating on her. So no, well, it's, it's not a critique about this. Was Vanessa's way of manipulation? I thought. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Vanessa yeah. went a route of manipulation, as in like, I'm gonna want, I'm gonna cry, and I'm gonna go for your sympathy. I'm gonna try to pull on your heartstrings in order to get you to do what I want. And to her credit, it worked for her. It just, as a viewer, is watching yeah, that. It's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. watch. But, so it's but no shout out Tiffany, shout out Tiffany, shout out Vanessa. Love you guys. Never say anything bad. I always get, I always get hate. Me and Tiffany are cool. We've actually talked, but I always get the criticism that I didn't give Vanessa enough credit when she played. It's but and I, the only Vanessa reason, and I can say this as a viewer, it's just it was very frustrating to see that whole like crying thing. And, and Shan, Shan has a lot of that similar aspect. But yeah. listen to to 
Vanessa's credit, she went all the way to the end and it was just a competition away. And Shan, Vanessa was a different there. Vanessa's a different player than Shan. Oh, totally. Vanessa's a genius. Like yeah. not like a oh, she's a genius. Like, she's actually like a genius. Yeah. Uh, and and Shan may be a genius, but I haven't seen that signs of genius yet. Mm-hmm. Um so again, a lot of game to be played, but I think this is this is only going to get worse, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not to kind of foreshadow it. Did you get to see the previews a little bit? It, it's it's coming to a head. Yeah. It's coming to a head. And I, yeah. I would be surprised if Shan makes it through this next kind of portion of the game, because I next, do think there's going to be I a give point her like where a two, two, three week buffer. Someone's going to go to them and say, can, can we get rid of Sean, Shan now, please? Yeah. Can we, you know, we got you. the numbers. We, we can afford to lose an, a person and still have the majority. Yeah. I agree with you. Cause the first person to go, go in that bigger group is going to be Shan, but yeah, I digress. Let's get to the vote. So the vote Wrap happens and the vote showed exactly the turmoil and the chaos and the confusion that, is happening on this show. There was four people that got voted for it. We yeah, they, they, they're not on the same page. We, we we had four people, right? It was four people, right? It was it was Tiffany Xander, Nasir, and, and Zan, uh, Xander. Tiffany Xander, Nasir, and, and I thought there was one more. Evie, did she get a vote? No, she no, didn't she get had a vote. the immunity. Heather, Heather, Tiffany, yes. Tiffany. <laughs> we forgot. I was, like, I was like, what is happening here? Four people <laughs> got votes, and and right there is when you knew, like. This is this whole I this this tribe is in utter chaos. It's not high gameplay. It's not it's high gameplay. It's not play. good gameplay. No, it's not. It's I'll say this. I'm actually loving the season. Yeah. I'm Fair loving the season. Not the season I'd want to play on, but I am loving the season. Like I this is our job. We gotta watch the show, mm-hmm. right? But I'm enjoying watching it. Like yeah. it's not a hard watch. There were points during Big Brother where I know both of us were struggling. Yes. Yeah. We were struggling, dude. It's it's like it's so monotonous. You don't know what you're gonna see from week to week in these Bro, episodes. I honestly which makes it great. I thought the little bit of turmoil that happened with Heather and Shan, I was like, yo, is are one of them gonna get blindsided tonight? Because yep. like now I'm second guessing everything. Cause Survivor yep. is like they they I, it was two three episodes. I don't can't remember which one it was when my jaw hit the like the floor. I think it was when JD went home. I was like, what? Um but anyway, no, it's, it was, it's uh, been it's been a lot of twists and turns. Not something where you can look back and say this season was a bun- really impressive season strategically. Mm-hmm. But man, it's a train wreck. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, and I love it. I love and it. I but love it. That wraps us up for Survivor. Um, you didn't even tell us who goes home. Yeah, didn't we say? Oh, we didn't say no. Tiffany went home. No, now you. Oh, didn't. I just said Hey-o. the four votes. So Tiffany ends up Hey-o. getting five votes. Tiffany ends up getting five votes. She goes home. I mean, we. Th- so then it kind of got it. Nobody used the immunity idol. The immunity that wasn't used. Ricard Xander. tried to pull a fast one. Ricard tried. Smart. I thought it was. Tried- co- I thought it was a good play. I was like, maybe he should use it. I thought it was a good play by by Ricard. He went for it. But now is it though? Because now Xander's gonna be like, yeah, use my idol. Why did you tell me? But use my- he did get votes. Yeah, that's true. So he got a couple it votes. Could I think Ricard's okay? I think he's gonna be in the clear. Ricard. Outside of coming in and grabbing a piece of papaya, which I thought he could have easily just not done it. He could, or he could have been like, "Are you guys done? Like, is nobody eating any? Like, yes, or just yes. Like, give me a little piece. I just want to taste. I've never had it. He didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. Yeah, just came, grabbed a piece. Other than that, I think in early stages, Ricard was someone I was like, I don't think he's gonna be agreed. I don't think he he's gonna rub people the wrong way. He's got a little sass to him, but now I feel like he's kind of just like. He's falling back into the shadows, but is still very intelligent, very strategic. So I do like Ricard. But Tiffany goes home. 
She's out of there. I could. She, and, she did nothing for me for the show. No, no, no. no. She's g- no good TV, kind of all over the place. I want to. I know we're done with it, but I want to wrap up this week by posing a question to you. I'll answer it as well. We are also posing it to you guys out there, way off in the comments. Exile and Idol of the Week. We're kind of probably close to the halfway point, right, mm-hmm. of this of this season. Yeah. So instead of because I think the Exile of the Week this week is a pretty easy decision, right? Yeah. Up to this point, I want you to tell me your exile of the week and your idol of the week and and, and the definition you mean of idol them, this... or exile of like this halfway point. Yes, but I want you to tell me who you think's in the best position for your idol going okay. forward to win this game. Okay. And exile as in like who could be going home next week as far as your like who has no chance at winning this game, in your opinion. Kind of a play on the hit list, but just the person who you think is in the best position to win and the person you think is Got no shot. Mm-hmm. I think Shan has no shot. Um, And I want to say, this might be crazy because she's kind of like really attached to Shan. But I want to say, I, 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 my heart wants to say Danny. But I feel like he's going to be targeted because he's, he's just, you know athletic and all this stuff. Yeah, he's he's going to get targeted eventually, even though yep, he's an, he's an imposing figure. He's going to have to win a lot of comps, you know, even though he was out of that competition today quickly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I want my heart wants to say Danny, cause I would really love to see him win. Um, but I think best position tough, right? Is gonna, I think it's going to be Liana. Liana. Okay. I'm going to say two different ones, even though I don't disagree with yours. I think they're pretty good. I'm going to say no chance at winning Heather. Okay. Nobody's going to respect her at the end. She hasn't done anything. Right. She'd have to go on a tear. So no. And and by the way, I'm looking at this. I'm kind of cheating. Survivor is going to give an edit. If the, if Heather won the season, she would have gotten more screen time yeah. up to this point. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have a winner come out of the show who wasn't on the full first half. Right. So Shan is either winning this game or she's going home. You know what I mean? Like there's no in between. Like she's going home soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go Heather. No chance at winning. She's my exile of the week. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, even though we had a little bit of a, I still think Evie's in a great position, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think Deshaun could win this game. I, I, would, I think Deshaun could win. I would be super happy with that. But uh, he's another one that it's always just tough. You know what I mean? Like the, the they have to win competitions. Xander doesn't have trust, but I just feel like Danny and Deshaun are trusted. They're very yes. trusted. Yes. And very liked. Yeah. And those two got a tight bond. They're not going to turn each other. So I think they're going to stick together for till the end. I would love to see Danny win the game. Preach. I would love to From see your Danny lips win to the God's game. ears, man. Yeah. Shan, say a prayer for him, Pastor Shan. We need Danny to pull that out. Anything else before we wrap this up? Because we no. still got a whole nother episode to record. Yep, we got a whole nother episode. Guys, if you guys are tuning in to this episode and made it all the way to this point, just go ahead and click the next video because we are going to be talking about our three articles. we got three hot topics of the week. Two, one very insane topic and then one very insane topic on the other side because like, I'm very puzzled by it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very confused mm-hmm. how it even happened. We're going to have the audio version so it'll come out a day apart for the videos, day apart for the audios, but it is going to be a good one. We're excited about it. Listen, as always, we appreciate you joining us here on The Winner Circle. We will see you next week.